want to go into a message. Why do I still feel unsaved? A lot of people, they wake up in the morning having confessed Jesus as their Lord and Savior. They still find themselves experiencing this thirst and hunger for God, having confessed. And they begin to embark on the journey of fasting and prayer because they literally cannot feel themselves. They feel empty as a result of the so many situations that they are going through. And once they begin to feel this emptiness, having confessed Jesus, they will find themselves feeling this uneasiness that causes them to begin to confess something contrary to the will of God for their lives, which would eventually make them to attract unpleasant situations. This and so many other signs constitute the lives of those who feel this emptiness. They can't feel anything. If you have ever felt that way and you find yourself acting contrary to the confession you made around accepting Christ as Lord and Savior, this message is for you. When God originally designed man, he designed him to function in a particular manner, which makes him to have so much strength in the realm of his imaginations. God is good. Man had the original ability to function from inside out. I mean from the realms of his imagination. Because in the realms of his imagination, he was able to see God. Man was able to function more in the realms of his imagination as he is a spirit and God is a spirit. Man had the capacity to live in the flesh and he also has the opportunity to also live in the spirit at the same time. In other words, his imaginative capacity was much more active. In other words, originally, man functioned better from the realms of his imagination. But after man became blind to the realms of the imaginations, his eyes became opened to what is on the outside, which explained the statement that God made when he said, who told you you were naked? In other words, man was not originally designed to function from the outside, but he was originally designed to predominantly function from where? The inside, from the realms of his imagination. Hallelujah. Man fell into carnality. The Bible says to be carnally minded is dead. Man died, actually. He died to his own imaginations. In other words, he could not utilize his 
imagination the way God wanted him to anymore. A lot of people that feel unsaved after they must have confessed salvation or Christ as your Lord and Savior, it didn't just happen. It happened simply because they are still unconsciously, predominantly living in the realms of carnality. In other words, they were more conscious about what they could see on the outside. Hallelujah. If you still feel unsaved, it is because you are more focused on the things on the outside rather than things on the inside. What we see physically is temporary. But what we cannot see, I mean, the one that exists in the realms of the imagination is permanent. The reason why a lot of people still continue to feel unsaved is because their focus is on what can be seen on the outside. They are supposed to focus more on God that remains unseen, but he can never change. In as much as they continue to see him, where he is, he remains the same. That's why he said, I am God and I change not. When God Almighty originally designed man, man was living in the realm of the imagination. Man was predominantly focused on things that cannot be seen with the physical eyes. Man's thought pattern was dominated by the things that cannot be seen with the physical eyes. And as a matter of fact, man operated from that realm more. But as soon as man lost that position, man was now dominantly thinking or his thoughts is dominated by the things that can be seen. So if you confess Jesus as your Lord and Savior, listen, have you met Christ in person? Physically, is he still in our midst? No. But you believed in him. If you meet him and you begin to slow down on what exactly you believed, you begin to imagine that this thing, is it even real at a point? You begin to sink spiritually. I don't know if God can help me. The same God you believed in before, you begin to not such thoughts. Oh, I prayed. I don't even know if I'm going to get a response from God. Once you begin to know such thoughts, you have changed God's position from where he's supposed to be. And God does not change. You are not meant to change his position in your imagination. Hallelujah. In other words, if you are living by what you can see, it is impossible for you to please God. <laughs> because we live by faith and not by sight. Faith is seeing what the physical eyes is not seen. And that is how you can live a life that God honors. God prefers that you live a life based on faith. Seeing what your physical eyes are not seeing. In other words, your life should be dominated by what? The pictures of the things that cannot be seen with the physical eyes. In other words, the things that are yet to happen. God is good. And this will influence your prayer life. If you are to pray, you need to see that which you desire already in place before you see it physically. If not, your prayer will not be creative in nature. 
your prayer does not please God if you cannot see whatsoever you desire in place. Because faith is a force that controls the world. Scientifically, the, the earth is not sustained by anything. And that is the reason why people can travel around it. And it's not falling. It's not moving from where it is. What do I mean? It is faith that holds and sustains this world in the space. If it requires faith to keep the earth where it is, and you are living on that same earth, what do you think you need to function? You need only faith to function. In other words, it is only faith that you need to succeed. Faith is a requirement. Once you slip out of faith a little bit, you are caught off guard. The connection with God is broken because they say only faith pleases God. The reason why a lot of people feel unsaved after they must have confessed Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior is because they have slipped out of what? Faith. God did not move. You moved. I've prayed and I've prayed and I've prayed and I've prayed. It's as if God is not hearing me. When you hear people saying such, know that they have not prayed in faith. Because anytime you pray in faith, God answers. He may not do it the way you want him to do it, but he's going to give you reasons why he will not do it how you want him to do it. And he will give you the time frame. <laughs> God is not an object or a dummy that you will tell what to do and how to do it and when to do it. And he will just do as you have said. He has his time. Is intelligent enough to know the best time to bring those your best heart wishes to pass. So the relationship with God is very, very possible only if you can stay in faith. So the only reason why a person can feel unsaved is when he begins to slip out of the thoughts and the consciousness of the saving grace in the blood of Jesus Christ. And is now dominated by the circumstances on the outside. Because when you are dominated by circumstances on the outside, what else do you want the circumstance to tell you? Who you are listening to, what is giving you inspiration, will determine where you stand. Because whatsoever you feed your thoughts with, rules your thought life. And whatsoever rules your thought life, dominates your life. How should you sustain this salvation? You sustain the salvation by hearing, I mean, feeding your soul with the healthy content that will promote your spiritual health. If not, you soon slip out of faith and you begin to live a life that is displeasing to God. It is not only when you walk into sin deliberately that you are sinning against God, actually. When you begin to feed your spirit with the wrong food, automatically, faith will do what? Go out. Now, God originally designed man to live by faith before man fell. Man was living by faith until he fell. When he fell, he stopped living by faith. He started living by what? Works. He started living by the things he sees on the outside. Those things now began to dominate his thoughts. Now, man became used to that pattern at a point See, Christ came. When Christ now came, through Apostle Paul, he said in the book of Romans chapter 12, verse 2, 
I read. He said, be not conformed to this world, but be yet transformed by the what? Renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Now, let me explain this. Christ speaking through Apostle Paul there, he's talking to you and me, not to be completely carried away by the way we see things, because what we see is processed with our minds. And what we see, or what people see generally now, controls their thoughts. But you should change the way you think by renewing your mind, by causing your mind to see things that are not seen with the physical eyes alone, which is the only acceptable way you can please God. It is the only acceptable way you can please God. It is only through your mind as well that you can reconnect, you can redirect yourself to begin to see things with the eyes of your imagination than seeing things with your physical eyes. Look at the life of Thomas after Christ resurrected from the dead. Thomas was among them when Christ said, He's going to die and come back in three days. He had the news. He said, Until I see, I will not believe. Thomas was a man that is dominated by the business. You know, he has a business mindset. If I don't see what I want to purchase, or purchase, I will not pay. He brought the business sense into the kingdom, whereas he was supposed to stand in the realm of his imagination and grow into a mighty man of valor in the realms of his imagination. The realms of your imagination is the spirit realm. And it is broad. I mean, very, very broad. If you don't take the first steps by using your imaginations, you cannot grow deep in the world of the spirit. <laughs> Hallelujah. If you live by what you see, what you see is temporary. It will lead to your untimely death. Because everything that is seen is what? Temporary. Everything that you see is subject to change. In other words, if you are dominated by the news, informations, activities on the outside that are temporary, your life will be what? Will become temporary in nature. You begin to align with the temporary nature of things, which will cause you to die and fade out. But when you focus on the eternal one who is timeless, who remains the same, who is ageless, and your thoughts are dominated by everything that is in the spirit realm that cannot be seen in the physical realm, that stands forever, you will live long. God originally designed us to fellowship with him. Simple. In other words, to do as he does, to exist in the realms of our imaginations, just as much as we exist in the physical body. In other words, we should be predominantly existing in the realms of our imaginations than what? Physical body. Which will now control what we have or what will be seen in the physical realm. But because man has stayed away from the original pattern for too long, he's now finding it difficult to come back to that place. Whereas that was the original way God Almighty designed him to function. If not, why would we be expecting our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ speaking through Apostle Paul to start telling us 
that be ye not conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may know the perfect and live in the perfect will of God. What am I trying to say in essence? God designed us to be stronger with the use of our imaginations. But because of the fact that after we lost our place through the first Adam, we've gotten used to living by what we can see. Go back to the drawing boards and begin to work more in your imagination. You begin to develop your muscles in your imagination. You begin to transport yourself in terms of your imaginations. And anywhere you go, you're right there in terms of your imaginations. <laughs> For you who have received Christ as your Lord and Savior, Christ actually died so that you can come back to that point where you can use your imagination correctly. Not for just you to die and just make heaven or go to paradise. It says, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in the heaven. Those who feel unsaved after they must have confessed salvation have failed woefully to utilize their imaginations judiciously and begin to embrace all that Christ came to offer by shedding his blood on the cross of Calvary. Bible says that he became poor so that he would be rich. Bible says he was pierced for our transgressions and he was crushed for iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him. And by his stripes we are healed. As a matter of fact, Christ came to express God's original design in us and through us. After God made man, he said, let them have dominion. To have dominion is to reign, right? Who are those who reign? Kings reign. And when man lost his place, man stopped reigning over circumstances and what God Almighty has created. The things that were created began to reign over man. Man began to place so much value on things rather than himself. He is supposed to reign over those things, but those things, he now sees them as valuable than himself. If you see anyone that is materialistic, that one has not yet entered into the full-blown salvation. In other words, you can kill because of things. The things that are supposed to be of a less concern to you are now your highest priority because you don't see yourselves as if you reign over them. If you reign over something, can you kill because of that thing? No, it is there. As a matter of fact, King Solomon, during his days, usually used to receive entourage of leaders coming to hear him express the wisdom filled with the manifestation of God's kingdom. The things you kill for, you are supposed to be receiving them as what? Gift. That's if you reign. Christ came to help us through his church to come back to that consciousness of the original design God had for us, which is to reign in life. We are supposed to reign we're not supposed to just exist. Kings are divinely selected. The fact that you are born and you have received Christ as your Lord and Savior and you are now born again means that you have been selected and you are now a member of God's kingdom. And in God's kingdom, we are all kings and we are meant to reign and dominate here in life. <laughs>
and Christ is our king. He's the king of kings. We are to reign with him. The Bible says that we are joint heirs with him. We suggest that what he has are also ours. The authority he gave to you, you're supposed to utilize it. Listen, to live in the forgetfulness of what God Almighty has made available for you is to live as one who is unsaved. In other words, you should always keep all these things in remembrance. Hallelujah. So the solution to those who feel unsaved is to go back to the drawing board, think deep about how God Almighty designed you originally. God designed you originally to live and make the best use of your imagination. Because God did not exist in the flesh. He existed in the spirit. So how was Adam able to see him when he comes to fellowship with them in the cool of the day? Do you think it was only through goosebump? If it was only through goosebump, Adam and Eve would not be hiding. It's not a feeling. They see him in their imagination. The more you strengthen and make the good use of your imagination, the more you grow in it. You begin to see visions of the things that are to come. When Moses was born, Moses was able to, through imagination, see the creation. Long after the creation took place, Moses was not there. Moses wrote the book of Genesis. He gave the account of what happened the first day, second day, third day. With God, all things are in the realm of the spirit. All things are in the realm of the spirit. You can live in the past, present, and future spontaneously. There's no limit in the realm of the spirit. There's no time in the realm of the spirit. This is the reason why you have a lot of spiritual leaders in the past prophesy about the things that are to come. 300 years, 1,000 years to come. About 300 years before Christ came, Prophet Isaiah was talking about his birth. The Bible says that his government shall be upon his, and his name shall be called Counselor. Prophet Isaiah was speaking about the death of Christ long before Christ was born. King David was speaking about the glory of Christ long before he was born. He says he was pierced for our transgressions. In other words, he was going to die by what? The nailing on the cross. He was pierced for our transgression and he was killed because of our, our iniquities. He said the chastisement that brought us peace was upon him. He was even using the word was. He did not say he's going to be. Who was upon him. Say by his strife, we were healed. King David, long before Christ was even born, he said, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemy a footstool. And the book of John is saying that we have an intercessor. Do not sin. Even if you would, there's someone sitting at the right hand of the Father interceding for you. Right hand of the Father, be right hand. And somebody is saying, Long before he was born, sit at my right hand. What prayer does to you is to open you up to the realm of the spirit, to the realm of your imagination. Make good use of your imagination always. Which was the reason why Apostle Paul says, pray without ceasing. Because when you pray, you are spontaneously putting your imagination in perspective. In other words, you are assuming that what you desire is now here while it is yet to be here. And once you do that 
always. You will grow into other dimensions of the spirit realm. In other words, prayer opens you up when you understand how to enter to the dimensions of the spirit. Where you'll be able to gain access to the prophetic. Have an insight into what God Almighty has in store. What was, what is, and what is to come. A prayerless born again is an unsaved born again. It's as good as that. It is okay to say that. What is taking your time? Make sure in between you're able to disconnect, detach. Every 10 minutes, 20, 20 minutes. You can multitask. You can do it. That's what will keep you going. If not, you may soon be consumed. And you begin to feel unsaved again. You begin to feel as if you are starting afresh. It's not okay to start afresh. Remain on fire. I pray the Lord blesses his word. If you are conversant with the podcast, you can easily locate your Spotify application where you can catch us up by searching Apostle Solomon Paul on Spotify. And we are on Google Podcasts as well with the same name, Apostle Solomon Paul. We're also on Breaker Radio with the same name, Apostle Solomon Paul. And under the name Apostle Solomon Paul, you'll find every of our broadcasts and you can click on any where you can be inspired by the Spirit-filled message as delivered by us in Jesus' name.